0: all right this is a long shot i'm not sure i trust it the other Kara says she has the water we need but all i need to do is invoke our patrons it's worth a shot i Kara Dov sandfoot ask for the aid nick scott ian valetice matthew Smets, miri rain Walsh really please we need that water the dust storms are just getting worse Mike Hammond Michael Pollard Jason Campbell Olga Krasik Michelle B. Noreen Elizabeth Dave Forsey Heather Baird, Cheryl N. Chelsea Dabhilke Shell Scott that's it? That's all I'm sure the water's coming water it must be coming
1: Hello, it's Yuri Ditchdigger, Caravan Leader, Lore Expert, and One Hit Wonder Sensation for my hit number one song, Dwarf Tum. Ah, those were the days. I'm here to catch you up on what happened last week on Wonders and Blunders. But first, we've got a shout out from our friend, Skylark Flower, who has sent me this message through Dreams and Crystals. Dreams and Crystals are the only way that I can access Twitter, which is where she actually shouted us out. Skylark says, my favorite cause is Wigs for kids. They're a non-profit organization that gives wigs to children who are sick for free. If you could shout them out, I know they need more donations now than ever, and that would be amazing. I will shout them out. Go check out wigsforkids.org. If you're anything like Mike, you've probably gone full Rapunzel over this amount of time. Wigs for Kids takes donations of hair, or if you've already shaved yourself down to a pencil eraser nub, they also take financial donations. So think about doing one of those things for a good cause. wigsforkids.org. And thank you, Skylark for bringing that organization to my attention. If you want to get a little shout out on the show and send us your message about a charity or just a shout out to your friend, Dave, tag us in a post on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or send us a DM, that stands for Dragon Message, on one of those platforms with a picture of a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. But enough of that, let's catch up with the caravan crew. Last week on Wonders and Blunders, the party rode the Queen Mimic out of the Rotten Pines and began to head south Around the Aetherlock to the cave containing the chained legionnaire. On the way, the group did some training and research. Rowan discovered that Teek's crystal shared an eerie resemblance to crystals used by the Council of Azoop in a process they used long ago to trap the god of divination, Savris, inside a scepter. Valen was plagued by terrible dreams of Lilia's forces moving on Prolia through a giant brambled gate, just wrecking house. They just went bananas in there. But he woke up and instead of panicking, had the baller move of using sending to talk to Lilia, who just gave him some vaguely threatening hag stuff back. After a couple of days of traveling, they found the area that housed the cave and managed to track it down through the blowing gale of snow around them, where they saw a figure standing outside the cave, who reached into their mind and gave them visions of strange fish-like creatures in the lake, and an axe chained to the bottom surrounded by tentacled priests performing some sort of strange ritual. All them creatures got to leave the party's brains alone. Just talk out loud, it's so much easier. Let's see if their communication improves this week on Wonders and Blunders. Um, So as you all, some of you sleepily uh, emerge into the storm, uh, you are all stopped in your tracks as even the cabin itself stops moving forward. As Bree, you're looking down at this figure and it looks up at you. And even through the storm... I wave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you wave, the eyes flicker blue and all of you in your minds are just like struck with this image of the frozen church emerging up through the center of the pond. Mm. Uh,
2: the pond. <laughs> uh, <laughs> of the
1: pond. of the Aetherlock, the huge fucking ocean like pond uh, <laughs> above you. That was a real that was a real Newfoundlandism <laughs> there. Yeah. Anything that's not the ocean is a pond. <laughs> <laughs> so you see the the church sticking up through the Aetherlock, then you see yourself swimming downwards into the depths through this submerged city. You see strange merfolk like creatures swimming around towards you, and then right before they reach you, you see down at the very bottom, nestled among the rocks in this strange altar, a big blue axe that has been chained to the bottom. And you see three of these hooded priests, tentacles sticking out from under their cloaks that seem to be praying around this axe. Damn. You hear in your minds in this broken common... Free me. Retrieve my axe. And all of you feel this sort of strange energy flow through you as this figure's eyes light up and lightning starts striking through the sky all around you. Each one of you, as you step outside, you are struck by lightning. The hair stands up on your head as you watch on your hands as the lightning wraps itself around your body. You feel your lungs inflate with heat. You all breathing out in the cold air creates this huge mist, almost like smoke in front of you. And that feeling fades, and when it does, and you look down, that figure is gone.
0: What just happened? Well, uh, I think we got, um, a bit of a boon in terms of staying warm in the lake being
3: hit by lightning is not boon. It
1: hurt. <laughs> <laughs> did, did it hurt? You you could feel it, it, but it just felt like static moving over your whole body.
0: I expected it to hurt, but I actually feel quite good and warm, says the wolf, shaking. So I saw an axe.
4: Uh, like Ben is like running up to you guys on the parapet. I saw an axe in the lake. Did you guys see that? Uh, y- yes, Benjamin.
5: Big but- nods from the wolf. And is the the figure that we saw gone?
1: They're gone, yeah. And and nothing invisible around? No, yeah, you still have C invisibility on. There's nothing invisible there, no.
3: I thought the key was to free giants, not free axe.
0: Maybe the rumors weren't um, accurate.
3: Mm, well, uh, imagine that.
6: You free the axe, you free the giant. Maybe it's just that. Anyways, this is the last time I let Ben wake me up and like <laughs> start, like shakes off the 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 storm and then opens the door and goes back in the cabin.
1: Yeah, this is your least favorite time to be woken up. It's like right before dawn. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like you could go back to sleep now, but you know it won't be restful. It's just going to be so hard to get up again once you lay back down. It's just the worst. <laughs> <laughs> and is, there's still like a big cave mouth in front of us. Yeah, near. still that, that deep howl yeah. emanating from inside of it.
3: Well, I mean, uh, the, should we still look inside? It may be good to rest a day before uh, while Blizzard is still ongoing. Well, I mean, it seems to me like it'd be a bit of a shame if we came all this
5: way and it didn't, you know, at least poke our nose in. And there may be more clues as to who this legionnaire truly is. Yeah. Oh, or even more giants to meet.
2: Oh, Indeed. Well, you know,
5: uh, you don't know that
2: yet.
0: We could also, you know, irritate the chained Génére deeply and um, gets wished or something. That's also an option.
5: Isn't he chained up? I, and I'm sure if we explained ourselves, he would understand. Surely. Huh.
0: I think at this point, my transformation actually wears off
3: because it's been enough time. I'm going to pat the ground and just go, sit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, the eye is like swirled up watching you. And then I'm going to look at the eye and say, n- n- down? And it, yeah, the ground under you starts to rumble as it, like, slowly. It tries a couple of things. It tries paw, like a big pseudopod comes up or like, a fist bump. As long as and it doesn't try uh, roll over.
5: Yeah. And yeah,
1: then the next one it tries is just like, <laughs> blah, 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 just like this horrible babbling speak. Uh, comes yeah, out for that through the wind uh, <laughs> and then it, it does sit so all yeah. of you shake around as the pseudopods dig out the ground under it and it settles itself down and again just as always unsettlingly like this cabin has been built here and has been here for all of time
4: you, you know I don't think I'll ever really fully get used to this it looks more comfortable now doesn't it the cabin like it's calling like it's calling to us well that might be the blizzard outside too yeah, it looks really warm. I'm going to go in. I am going to go poke around the cave oh, if anyone goodness, wants to yeah, join. Oh, yeah, no idea, absolutely, yeah.
0: I would love to.
4: We don't want to have, like, breakfast first? What if we find breakfast inside? <laughs> That's
1: breakfast for you. I mean breakfast for us. Yes, let's get, let everyone have a chance to prepare.
2: Well, okay, yeah, that, that seems reasonable. All right.
1: It, it, from inside the cabin, everyone else who was inside and out of the caravan comes a, a, a gaggle of very staticky NPCs. Everyone's hair <laughs> sort of standing on end. Yuri's just like, what is happening? <laughs>
4: <laughs> we saw the chain legionary showed us the lake. We got to get his axe. We're going to have breakfast. Um, <laughs>
1: breakfast!
0: Yeah, apparently lots of uh, folks like lightning.
1: I didn't see breakfast in the vision.
3: <laughs> no.
0: Breakfast? We'll... Breakfast is just for us.
3: Yeah, he uh, it was swimming around in lake uh, before axe.
6: Oh, boy. All right.
3: Uh, oatmeal? I'm, I, I, I yeah. Sounds good. I could do
4: some oatmeal. That's fine for me. Do we have, sure. do we have any eggs left? Sausage, yeah, we got please. an egg. There's one. Okay.
1: <laughs> and he goes back inside. It's a, a, like a shaky group. Everyone just starts, like, very slowly going back inside. There is a very quiet breakfast. breakfast. <laughs> Everyone's just staring straight ahead into their bowls. Basically, nobody touching their food except for you. All right. <laughs> Just, just
3: <laughs> Ben's spoon clinking the side of the bowl. I <laughs> assume Bito and I are just, like, getting whatever, like, meat is left off the goblin. Uh, yeah. Eating the marrow mm-hmm. and stuff. I've definitely woken Bito up and been like, uh, Paito, we have a uh, plan to go into cave, so it would be good to bring uh, Doorknob Sack with us.
7: Oh, yeah, okay. You think they are doors?
3: I do not know. It's uh, a <laughs> very strange caves up here, but uh, we know there are locks and where there are locks, there are often doors, so.
7: Okay. Yeah, I bring, I bring the bag. Oh, good, good. Are we some sort of chosen now? I have great vision. I have not seen
3: for quite some time. He's only weird thing. I, I think he's like uh, magic, like Valen do. I would not stress much. Well, <laughs> uh, but the. A-
2: what exactly do you mean by, by, by some time there?
7: Well, you know when you get chosen for great task by powerful being? They send you some sort of cryptic thing in your brain. You wake up in the middle of the night and they're like, Go do this right now or I eat you. And you go do it. Oh. Your big boss usually shows you what to do, interprets what the vision was all about.
0: Oh. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. What? How many bosses have
4: you had, Baito? Mm,
7: well, that depends. You mean like, like big boss or like, big big boss?
4: Big
5: big boss.
7: One. One big big boss.
5: A- and what can you tell us of them?
7: Ah, uh, they really big, super cool, real strong. Mhm.
5: <laughs> and and what did your vision show you?
7: Ah, uh, they wanted like gold and bones. And, like, you know, cool swords and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's what Big Boss said. Big Boss said we got to get all the gold and all the cool swords and stuff that we can. And so we set traps. And then people come explore our caves. And then, you know, we eat them and take all their bones and swords and gold.
0: And then you take the golden bones and sword to the Big Big Boss?
7: When we have enough, yes. Normal Big Boss do that. We're not allowed to see Big Big Boss.
0: Oh. Until we become mm. Big Boss.
6: Fascinating. fascinating.
2: Yeah, that's quite a window
6: uh, yeah, in there. The have, you, have you ever seen the big, big boss? Is no. anyone other than boss? No, just boss.
3: And big, big boss does not eat big boss?
7: No, big boss always come back. Hmm. hmm. But that's why we no go, because we get eaten, because we're not big boss.
5: Uh, yes, this makes sense. I look at Star. Are you hmm. thinking what I'm thinking? Perhaps. I'm
6: definitely thinking what you're thinking.
5: Uh... Well, what are you two thinking? Uh, a clever use of illusion magic or um, uh, the ability to uh, create visions in another's mind.
0: Or um, there was, like, a dragon or something, and there really was a big, big boss.
6: Eh, hey, kobolds. Oh, yeah, they're probably dirty liars. I mean, do you really expect the boss kobold to be, to, be, to be super honest?
0: Not necessarily, but, you know, they'd be pretty motivated if there was a big, big boss. But if there isn't, there might be a big pile of gold somewhere in that cave.
7: Oh yeah, yeah, mm. big pile of gold. And bones and cool swords and stuff.
3: Well, if big boss is biggest, he is big big boss, then anyway. What does it matter?
7: What? No, big boss not
3: bigger <laughs> than big big boss. <laughs> well they are saying that big big boss is just big boss. And I am saying if big boss is bigger than not boss. No then no no, big so I do understand big
7: uh, lost in translation, maybe they're big boss, but then big big boss.
5: <laughs> in <laughs> any is case, big big boss. We too have big. more pressing concerns at the moment, but it's certainly something we might want to explore um, when we're in that region again.
7: Oh no, you know, don't! Don't go looking for big big boss.
5: And perhaps we could reach some sort of agreement.
7: Big big boss would eat you and then take all your cool stuff
5: and our bones.
7: Yeah, I'd probably have to help too.
5: You wouldn't? You wouldn't speak up for us?
7: Well, no, because you are big bosses. It is Big Big Boss. I don't know how to explain this better.
3: (laughs) Well, we would go see Big Big Boss instead of you.
7: What? But you're not, you know, there's a way. There's a certain (laughs) type of Big Boss who's allowed to go see Big Big Boss. And you are not the traditional Big Boss, you know?
3: You're not saying Bree is Big Boss?
7: You are pretty big. You know, but and you're bigger than Big Boss, but Re, big, not always hands big. on the No
5: bonk! <laughs> <laughs> no bonk! Oh, no bonk. No, no one's going to bonk you, Baito. So. We, don't, we don't do that sort of thing here. That's not how we solve conflicts.
2: Well, someone should mention
5: that to me. Unless them. you throw something sometimes at them. sometimes we
0: do. You know, we solved it that way with the giant.
5: Well, yes, that, that, that's self-defense. It's different than settling an argument. Isn't
7: it?
4: Wait. So what you're saying, it would be it would be okay for me to bonk
5: Bido if he started it? If he were putting you in danger and without reprisal, you were in fear for your life. Mm hmm. And Ben is just looking at Bido with narrowed (laughs) eyes, just like
4: (laughs) nodding.
0: But you could ask for help first.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I think maybe family kind of puts a different spin on those circumstances.
7: This is classic medium boss thinking. <laughs> you need to bonk to be big
3: boss. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you need help to bonk, you are definitely not big boss.
0: I think I'm ready to go exploring.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I would I like go. to spend more time exploring big boss. Big <laughs> big
1: boss. <laughs> <laughs> Smash cut two. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: Um... Yeah. So as you, as you yeah a whiteboard. <laughs> Again, he's got a flip hench, chart. Yeah. Hench people, boss, big boss, big big boss. And then yeah, the next page says big 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 boss with a question mark. <laughs> question mark <laughs> but he gets too scared to ever turn to that page. Yeah. <laughs> so as you finish up your breakfast Bido Reddy's his doorknob sack and follows you out of the cabin. As the the rest of the group kind of stares at their still full porridge bowls. (laughs) (laughs) Hair slowly starting to settle back down.
0: Keep your energy up. It's going to be cold all day, I think.
1: Yeah, a bunch of terrified dead eyes (laughs) look up at you. (laughs)
4: Join the caravan of wonders. (laughs) Be traumatized.
2: See the world, (laughs) they said. See the
3: world, they said. Uh, we will try not to be eaten by spiders this time, I say to the family of everyone at the cabin.
0: It's probably too cold for regular spiders.
3: Oh, frost spiders! Yes, yeah, good point, Kara.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: They are generally even bigger and hairier, I have heard. <laughs> Is that's what uh,
4: jelly bean was, right?
6: star visibly shudders at the thought of jelly Jellybean <laughs> like, oh, well, she Jesus, was... let's please not think about this stupid
1: giant Shit. frost spider again
4: Well, uh, I, I didn't bring it up
1: As you finish this conversation, you are standing at the mouth of the game <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, well, how did we get here?
1: you just fucking teleported there. Uh, (laughs) I click and dragged you to the front of the cave. Uh, Yeah, a big white glove came out of the sky (laughs) and picked us all up by the back of the necks. But the the cabin is parked fairly close, so as you walk out, uh, just following the sound of the maw of the cave, you find yourself standing dwarfed by its entrance. Huge pillars of frost jutting down from the ceiling and jutting up from the floor, some of them meeting in the middle as Bido says, Oh,
7: yeah, pretty good cave. Pretty good cave.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He puts his little badger for hood back up.
7: I was going to
0: ask, does Bido get to choose a tree direction since we leveled up on his bite, dig, steal, pig chart?
3: That's why I wanted to bring him along, because I was like, he hasn't had a chance to steal a pig in a while. Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, not that I want to de- derail our adventure. We could probably do that later. I, that's what I want.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Dungeon
4: Dave, let, is me get in, can, let me see this chart. <laughs> let me see these charts. I got all kinds of questions yeah, for Vito. Let's, let's
2: get Mike real frazzled and then dive in after that into what he had planned originally yeah. to see if he can keep it all straight. <laughs> that sounds nice
1: uh, of us. Do you want to level up Vito right now? It's, uh, or Or do you want to just do that when it is...
3: I mean, would it be useful in this cave?
1: You want
6: to say more appropriate?
1: (laughs) Technically not all of us have leveled up as well, so.
6: Mm -hmm. Fair,
1: yeah. Yeah, Bido levels up with Bree. That is now canon. (laughs) Yeah, all right. So, standing at the mouth of this monstrous cave, dwarfed... By its 80-foot entrance, pillars of ice extending from the ceiling and the floor, some meeting in the middle, a terrible howl coming from within, each of you remembering the feeling of lightning striking and running through your entire bodies as the snow seems to be pushing you deeper inside. <laughs> <laughs> i like to take ten minutes to
5: cast detect magic. You <laughs> son of a bitch! I <laughs> walk <into the> and <laughs> he
1: cast.
3: He can, oh, he can walk and cast. Yeah. <laughs> <the> Merchant. <murderer. laughs>
6: I forgot my cloak. <laughs>
3: Oh, that's good. Ooh, I have to pee. Let me take off my snowsuit. <laughs> <laughs> you already no, got, your just snow got your snowsuit suit on? Suits. All right. I'm, I'm meant to be the front man of this party. I'm the literal walking meat shield. So, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start walking into this cave.
1: So, uh, Valen, we can say that you were casting it on the way. <laughs> with the little walking cast. Uh, you also have, uh, uh, the, you no longer have to do this because you have a magic item that detects magic whenever you want. Ben's got the magnifying glass out. Ah, uh-huh. Cool.
0: Do you have mittens to hold it so it doesn't freeze to your hand?
4: I got feathers. I, oh, I licked it. Uh. <laughs> oh, nuts. Oh, beans. My dumb, my dumb bird. What tongue. do we see Dumbby in stuck the to magnifying glass.
1: <laughs> I'm trying.
7: <laughs> uh. We
4: will never... Get in this cave <laughs> if I have my way. <laughs> we cave. live at the lips of this cave. Pick <laughs> like, up and see, walk get, into the cave. Mike, Mike,
6: Mike, Mike this throws isn't bad. This bosses is at us to fight, and then we throw bosses back at Mike. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, the bosses we fight are conversation,
1: the greatest <laughs> and most terrifying 17. boss of all, which is time passing. <laughs> <laughs> of us are this what much is... older now. <laughs>
4: <laughs> what is Bito's last name? Hold on, I gotta go back it's and o. ask him.
1: First name, Bite, last name, O. Mm-hmm. You've never asked about his family. Maybe now's the time. Do you wanna learn it Stabo. 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 Edo. Chiro. Lafo. Sleepo. Brumpo. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um. So uh,
3: once we're out of the blizzard and into this cave, I'm going to light up a torch. Okay. Because we probably can't see, I imagine, unless it's... Britain. I have dark vision. What do I see? I have dark vision.
6: Star is going to roll some stealth as well. Stealth? Great. Yeah.
1: And if you want to roll perception, Ben, you can. I rolled a 28 on my. Ooh!
4: Hey, now 20 on my perception. So that is a, yeah, 27.
1: 27? Uh, as the torch get gets lit up, it starts to cast wild shadows everywhere as this heavy wind is still blowing in. Not enough to extinguish the torch, but enough to cast the flame about in wild directions. You can hear it sputtering in the winter wind. You see this cave extends beyond even your dark vision, Ben. Mostly just these big pillars of ice extending off into the darkness with your detect magic, Valen. You don't see any hints of magic in here. This cave seems to be not well-traveled. Obviously, nobody is coming in and out of here very often, but with that perception check, Ben, you do notice that some of these pillars of ice are sharper and slimmer than others. They don't look like they were naturally formed. And as you get a little bit closer, you can see that under the snow that's built up out here, there are skeletons and they look like they have been pierced through the chest by these shards of ice, either having fallen onto them or having them forced up through their bodies uh, as they're just sort of splayed out, back arched. You see four skeletons here. All of them seem to be dead in the same way.
4: Some powerful ice magic. Phelan, this looks like when you kill people with ice. Except just a, a little bit more gruesome. Well, not people, darklings.
6: Hey, perhaps I should go ahead and maybe have a look.
0: Do you think this is what happens to people who irritate this giant?
3: If this is jail, perhaps? Uh, uh, and and Bree kind of like tries to scuff away some of the snow around the floor and be like, mm. is it possible to be trapped?
4: Like in the cave, like the the spider cave? Like if there's something in the ice? You know what this reminds me of is the story Diglin told us about her old friends with the what was it, the 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 mother in the for, in the in the mountain, the ice maiden? There was the the warlock who who had ice powers. That was in a mountain,
3: right?
0: Yes. The the cat lady.
3: Well, we know that these are frost giants. It is I suspect in their nature to Yeah. have some control of this. Yeah. But it's only one way to really find out.
6: How tall is the cave? About 80 feet. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm going to sneak forward and have a look. I, I guess, I'm guessing if there's any traps, they'll probably be on the ground and not on the wall. And he runs halfway up the wall and starts to slink down sideways along
1: the wall, like just sort of using dark vision to peer ahead and see if, see what he can see. Okay, uh, so we'll hold on to that stealth check, the twenty-eight. Okay and you can do a perception as you head down. How far? So you go about 60 feet forward, and you can see that it continues extending in that direction. You can make a perception check here. Go. 17. So as you're making your way down with your dark vision, you can see that the snow that is blowing in from outside doesn't quite reach this far into the cave. Uh, so now the floor seems to be a slick ice. You can see another skeleton on the ground that has been pierced in the same way. And I think you almost jump as your hand is on one of these uh, stalactites. And inside of it, you can see another skeleton frozen, suspended from the ceiling, upside down. Eesh.
3: This is lousy, the skeletons.
1: As you move forward a little bit more, you see in front of you two of the stalactites move as two long arms made of ice extend from the stalactites and they crawl their way forward um, sort of pecking at each other. You see like these long-nosed, they have these little gleaming red eyes long ears and wings Hmm. uh, that sort of flutter and snow falls off of them as they crawl across the ceiling then make their way towards the center of the ceiling and join back together again and then sit still and even though you were just looking at them they become indistinguishable from the other stalactites around
6: oh cool okay yeah star sneaks back to the party
1: yeah do do another stealth okay uh that's 24 24 yeah so no no problem as you make your way back now being more careful of these pillars around you none of them move on your way back okay
3: and that is why you always debone the fish before eating.
0: <laughs> That's very good advice, Bree.
3: <laughs> it has saved me a couple of times.
6: <laughs> yeah, Star is like Star is suddenly standing with the group, like like you didn't even notice him approach. Oh, uh, it's very important to know some of these stalactites. They are not stalactites. They are and he tries to describe like the weird winged creatures. I don't believe that they spotted me, but uh, we uh, do have to be careful going forward.
2: Would I recognize that description from, like, my time
1: uh, cave diving with Teek? You can make a history check uh, or nature.
6: We've... Also, this place is lousy with skeletons.
3: <laughs> oh, what kind of skeletons?
6: Uh, all, all,
1: all kinds, mostly men.
3: So
6: that's a fourteen.
1: Uh 14 no this doesn't sound like anything that you've encountered So they're like bats made of ice
0: How how big were they
1: They were big right Big no they were they were smaller than you each one probably from tip to tail as long as your arm Okay Like a really big bat but uh
6: mm-hmm. like the size of my arm maybe I only saw two of them but uh, they're they're very very good at blending in as I watched them go still, and then I couldn't see them. Anymore. Oh,
0: all so, right. So, you know, it could be full of them, and, you know, once they have us in deep enough, there could be an ambush, and hundreds of them could, you know, transpire us with their pointy, pointy ice magic.
6: Uh, yes, uh, yeah. Yes, precisely, in fact. Well, that sounds like we should leave. I agree. Or Kara could just burn the cavern down. You can do that, right, Kara?
0: I mean, my fire's... Kind of, like, it's not big, you know? Like, it's only, like, you know, person-sized and...
3: It's pretty big mm. for uh, fire. Perhaps they are protecting the Chained Legionnaire. Uh, who we are here as allies, and maybe they will not harm us. Yeah, and, and I mean, either way, it's,
2: it, you know, lighting the place on fire is probably not the best way to ingratiate ourselves
5: with uh, any potential allies. It, it could also be possible to sneak by undetected
6: well they didn't spot me
5: you're really sneaky
6: thank you Ben
2: you're welcome yeah we either go back for that axe or or we go we continue on in here either way I feel like uh, danger is is kind of on the menu today as long as
3: we are prepared we can take a few bats or maybe even a hundred maybe
5: yes everyone just stay alert
0: and and perhaps we shouldn't get too spread out so that, you know, they can't, you know, surround us all individually and
6: split up. Yes. Good idea. <laughs> split up. Yes. Huh. It's a very good idea. I will
4: cast mage armor. Yeah. Ben takes the dodge action. <laughs> I'm going to hoist his shield up in front of him and kind of be on and, alert. Yeah. But
2: you have a
3: torch, right? I have a torch and I'm going to travel like, you know, uh, 15 feet ahead of the group because also I'm not stealthing, so. Yeah,
2: okay. I've got my hand crossbow out.
6: Everybody uh, be prepared. Perhaps is it possible for us to set the trap of our own?
5: Turns to Baito.
6: Trap for bats? Yeah. A mm. bit of time.
5: I could uh, be prepared with a a web spell should they attack and try to catch them within it. Oh, that's good.
6: Vital, perhaps you stay ready near the entrance of the cave. Maybe set up a trap there?
7: Okay.
4: Yeah. if anything tries to kill you, scream.
6: Yeah, I will. For sure.
4: (laughs) Okay. That's a plan.
1: Well, let's do it. Yeah, he sort of starts taking inventory of what's around him uh, as you head deeper in the firelight of the torch, uh, drifting off of him as you make your way deeper. And he makes his way back towards the entrance. Um,
4: Ben's going to put his hand like he's going to sidle up uh, besides Breeze. They're going forward and just reach out a hand and cast Guidance on her. So you have a D4 to an ability check of your choice. Yeah.
3: Thank you, Ben. Uh, but uh, make sure to stay a little bit back. If something comes, uh, it is better that it hits me than you.
4: Okay, I, I agree. I agree with you. And Ben
1: just slides back. Good Good luck. <laughs> Okay, so uh, is is everyone going to travel sort of in the in the torchlight together? Star's going to move ahead out of it, staying stealthy. Okay. Maybe like, how far does the torchlight extend? I believe it's 20 foot bright, 20 foot dim.
6: Okay, he'll stay in the dim light so that the party can see him, but
1: yeah. And then maybe we will be in
5: the dim light behind Bree? Okay. Yeah.
6: <laughs>
1: Uh, so so anyone who's not in the torchlight uh, can roll stealth? Mm-hmm.
0: And the dim light is okay to roll stealth oh. in, then?
1: The dim light is okay. Yeah, oh, okay. you'll be 20 feet back. Woof. Pachi machi. I got, a, not not good. I got a seven. Seven? Oh, that's great. Five. 25.
0: I got a 17.
3: Uh, can I make a strength-based intimidation check as I'm walking to try and look... Like, probably not easy prey. Yeah. Ooh, that's bad. 11. What does that look like? I think it's just, like, Bree is, like, standing up straight and, like, really, like, puffing out uh, puffing out her chest, uh, just, like, looking very aware. But I guess that probably, with an 11, probably makes her look like she's on guard too much. Um, like she's uh,
1: doing it on purpose to <laughs> look tougher than she is. Mm-hmm. So all of you moving forward, it is deathly still in here. Star, I think you're extremely on edge. Mm -hmm. Nothing moving an inch. Uh, Looking around, there are hundreds of what could be these creatures that you saw. But having seen how well they blend in, there's no way to tell which ones are safe and which ones aren't.
2: I've got my eyes peeled, too. My passive perception is 26.
1: 26. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So moving farther in, Rowan, I think you do notice as you move deeper, you can hear movement on the ceiling behind you. As you pass an area, every once in a while you hear like a scrabble on the ceiling of something trying very hard to be stealthy, and like it sounds almost exactly like the natural sounds of the cave, Okay. and is semi-covered by the howling at the mouth of the cave, mm-hmm. but You can still notice that there is some sort of sentient feeling to this movement on the ceiling.
5: I think uh, think we've got a bit of a tail.
1: And none of those things glow with Detect Magic up? No.
0: Do we pass any more skeletons?
1: Yes. The ground in here, uh, you see another, what looks like three or four adventuring parties had made it about this far (laughs) to meet grisly deaths.
0: I'd like to go and look at them and see if I can see any, like, Tooth scrapings on the bones or anything like that?
1: Uh, sure. Do medicine.
0: 16 plus 4 is 20, but not natural.
1: Like, they are all skeletons, which I think you would think you would notice as strange. They are frozen in ice in a lot of cases, uh, and they are in a very cold environment. There should be something left, some semblance of gear flesh or, or something on them, but they have been stripped completely clean. You can see some of them have breaks, especially where they are punctured by ice. Uh, some of them have, like, seem to have been crushed by ice forming around them. But that is something strange that they all have in common, is that they there's no tell to say how long they've been in here, because all of them have been completely stripped of any equipment or muscle, flesh, gross stuff.
0: It's really, really cold for there not to be meat left on some of these bones. Hmm. Mm. Remember those corpses we found with the equipment? The, um... Before we got to... Vampire Town?
2: Oh, in that cave.
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah. Think there's yetis
0: in None here? None of the bodies have any meat. And... None of them have any real tooth marks either.
5: Some sort of acid at work. Maybe. Or dive bombing predators, maybe. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Could I look real quick to see if any of them have uh, any uh, one handed weapons on them that I could snag?
1: Uh, yeah, you can make a perception check or investigation. Investigation would be better. Wolf, uh, 11. No, they they aren't carrying one handed weapons. If you're looking for something that would do in a pinch, you could snap off some ice.
5: Nah, it's fine. How about a femur? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just want something for my rage, my rage hand. Yeah, <laughs> they're uh, yeah they they are like suspiciously free of any sort of equipment or anything. Okay. As you continue, uh, Star, you're up in the front. Is that right?
6: Yeah. Sorry, that's right.
1: You, you, are, are you up on the wall, or are you on the ground still? Uh, I was on the ground so that they could still see me. Okay. There's this sort of, like, wall of broken ice in front of you, uh, and as you sort of step through it, you can see a cloaked figure standing mm. with their back to you, and they are just sort of looking up at a wall. And in this wall of ice, you can see there are these thick, runic chains running through all of the ice, and... Looking just beyond the ice, you can see there is a large face with a horned helmet, long white hair running out of it, suspended as if flash-frozen. And you can see that these two eyes are, from within the ice, are locked on this figure who is standing there, completely still, staring up. Their black cape almost blending them in perfectly with the environment around them. They look like just another pile of rock or ice. Hello? Uh, And they sort of cock their head as you call out and they turn. And as they turn, you see from beneath the hood these big blue mandibles sticking out. They have six arms that are crossed in front of them, just the carapaced hands sticking out from these long robes. They turn these bright orange eyes insectoid eyes looking out from under the hood at you and you hear in your head it's not too late turn back Uh, turn back this
7: place is not for you what lies here is for the frost legion and the frost legion alone
6: Hmm. Uh, we just uh, wanted to perhaps speak with the legionnaire you will not get
1: another warning Mm. (laughs) as the rest of you, I guess if you're still moving forward, would come up along the side of Star and see this same figure. Yeah, as they
6: come up, Star just sort of says to the side, but not taking his eyes off the hooded insectoid figure, he says we should uh, leave and that this place is not for us. And uh, this is our last warning.
3: Oh, we just wanted to come and talk to Legionnaire.
6: That's what I said. And then this is what he said. It's it said.
4: Didn't. I mean, didn't the Legionnaire already talk to us in our minds? Maybe we could just go.
1: Well, we don't know that he talked to us.
4: Yeah, something did.
1: And in all of your minds now. Leave this place, or meet the same fate as the others. And behind it, you can hear, like, whispers of a different language, like this is being translated in your minds.
3: Cool. If we return with Axe, can we speak with him? <clears throat>
1: uh. Roll initiative. Oh, <laughs> yeah. shit. Okay.
5: If we come back with the key, can we talk to the prisoner you're keeping guarded? <laughs>
4: Rowan, uh, I did very poorly. I have a six.
1: Ben, nine. Nine. Nice. Kara,
0: twenty-one.
1: Bree, sixteen. Valen, three. <laughs> three.
6: Star, twenty-seven. He gets confused that this guy is being
3: locked up by the frost legion and that he is the storm
1: legion I guess and that they're not the same legion hmm. so as, as you say what if we come back with the axe the creature's eyes light up and it throws its arms out to the sides all six of them splaying out to show this like seven foot wingspan. Part of their arms unfold and extend Mm. out now the the robes that before reached the wrist now only reach the elbow as it takes up basically the entire backside of the cavern. And it starts to chant in, in a language that you don't understand. It's mandibles just like moving and grinding together. And you can tell they are about to start casting spells and killing people. And Star, you are up first. Uh, we should go, and then
6: uh, uh, Star throws the dagger at him. Can I use my bonus action to aim
1: too? Yeah, you haven't moved. Yeah, sweet. Okay, so you can do that with advantage, and uh, there's a plus one on the dagger. Yeah. Net twenty. Oh, no. instant Bad. kill. Bad. Yeah, not good. Bad. Not good. Not good. Um. <laughs> ah. Oh, good. Uh, it's 29. So their arms splay out to the sides, the chamber itself starting to rumble with this arcane energy that's starting to build up around this creature. As you throw your dagger, it just spins and immediately hits square in the center of the chest. And the creature doesn't flinch, still chanting, continuing to try to gather up this power around it. And Kara, it is your turn.
0: I'd like to look around. How wide is this cave? It's like quite tall, right? But is it-
1: Yeah, 80 feet up, 80 feet end to end. Coming to kind of a point at the end where the chain legionnaire has been frozen into the wall.
0: So I think I feel like my cloud could form if I called lightning. Uh, So I'm gonna do that. Uh, The insect can make a dexterity saving throw.
1: Okay, 13.
0: What does um, all zeros on the dice mean? That ten, ten,
1: ten. That's, that's a very <laughs> cursed number for me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the end it's of your this encounter. <laughs> what it looks like, like when like, I do maximum, like, maximum damage. Point. That's a uh, that's a cool thirty damage. <laughs> because it just like hits the dagger in his chest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right into the heart.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: It's like the lightning's like a little bit like bluer than usual. It looks like a a little bit brighter or something, and...
1: Yeah, so the cavern is illuminated by this lightning that strikes down, hitting the dagger, and just shooting electricity out across all four of the limbs, like electricity jumping from their hands and their fingers as they continue to chant. As it illuminates the cavern, for a moment around you, you see some of these spikes of ice starting to grow arms and crawl along, some of them like flexing their wings out as they start to fly. Uh, is that the end of your turn, Kara?
0: Did anybody move back towards the entrance at all? I didn't move. Yeah, that's that's it then.
1: So as this scrabbling starts to happen from the ceiling and the walls around you, behind you, so all the group that was behind Bree staying in the dim light in the back, the ground around you from your ankles upward starts to fog over with this just freezing cold vapor that starts to rise up around all of you so the area around you is now heavily obscured you lose sight of the figure in front of you you lose sight of brie and of star rowan valen and Kara and ben you are all in the back right yeah. yeah so you're next to each other so by being next to each other you can still see each other but everyone in front of you is now obscured and brie it is your turn the air behind you starting to fog over. You can feel it just like brushing past you, this cold vapor.
3: Oh, good. We were running out of food. Uh, and Bree uh, pounces forward towards this creature. And I'm going to rage so we can make a deck save. Deck save. This is my last rage. That is a 16. Because I haven't slept. That is the DC, exactly. So it takes half of five. And Everyone knows is two. <laughs> 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 two.
0: Uh,
3: and then I'm going to make two bite attacks. 19 and seven. Uh, 19 is a hit. Five damage. Wait. Oh. Six, seven. Seven Six, damage. Seven I'm raging.
1: Pouncing forward, this creature, one of its hands coming up and sort of Grabbing you by the throat, just barely keeping your mouth away from it as it you're like chomping at it. The lightning sort of singeing across its robes, showing more of this blue carapace under its robes. Bria's snarling and snapping. Hera, Valen, and Ben, and Rowan, were you in the back as well? Yeah, I, I thought
2: uh, I misheard you earlier when I I thought you said we all kind of came up around um, Star, but yeah, I would be back with them.
1: Yeah, so a so star was in the front, then breathe in all of you, yeah. and this, this cloud is kind of around you. Four of you can make deck saves. Eight, 18. 18 It's a pass. 20. 20 is a pass. Uh, yeah, dirty 20. 20 Ooh. is a pass.
0: 22.
1: Ooh. 22 is a pass. Okay, so you're all going to take half damage.
0: I like my new dice. It's uh, cooperating a lot.
2: Yeah, your other ones were terrible. They really treated you so bad. Really, really (laughs)
1: awful dice. Yeah, historically such bad luck with dice. Uh, So you're all going to take three coal damage as you hear like a scrabbling and the flitter of wings as you see this sort of almost see-through creature fly through the mist to one side. And as it goes from its mouth, this torrent of frost cuts across all four of you as you take three frost damage, able to like get down behind some of the remaining ice blocks on the ground to block some of this wind, and then you can do that again.
0: Oh, that's going to be really good, actually. Oof.
1: I'm going to use a luck point.
3: Ooh.
0: But I just rolled the same thing.
3: Ugh. Thirteen. I got fourteen. Thirteen. I really hope I didn't kill everybody starting this combat. <laughs> uh, that that's is nice actually job.
1: all of those pass. Oh. Oh, uh, sorry, no, I I got uh, 11. 11? 11 is still a pass. Hmm. Shit. Cool. Uh, so you all take half of eight, uh, so four. You take four cold damage. As a, Again, like more flitter of wings. Now on, you can tell there's one of these on either side of you, both of them just breathing frost at you. Hmm. Able to mostly stay out of the way, the exposed parts that this mist runs across, you can see is just hardening this mist onto your skin as they try to freeze you in place.
2: Do I get the sense that it's what I was hearing behind us?
1: Yes. Okay. Yeah. The exact same scrabbling begins to happen as they start fluttering down from the ceiling. Okay.
4: Ben, your turn. He's going to, yeah, he's, he's just hiding behind his shield uh, and he's going to hold on to his uh, uh, holy symbol and cast Dispel Magic on
1: the Frost Mist. So uh, DC equals 10 plus the spell's level. Uh, I believe it just ends. Because it's third level oh. or under, it just ends, right? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. So it yeah. it just it, you, you cast Dispel Magic and the fog just clears immediately. You can see again in front of you this creature standing with its arms extended, still crackling with lightning as Bree attempts to bite it while it's holding her by the throat. Yeah, so like the mist, uh, it, it kind of plays in reverse and just fades away the same way it, uh, you know. Well done, Ben. You actually see a creature on the ground and it goes back into its mouth. It had spewed it out. Mm. Uh, you see one of these creatures. You get a better look at it now that the mist is gone. Mm. And it, it looks like, like you might have seen pictures of imps. Mm. It looks like an imp, but completely made of ice. Uh, long arms, long legs, these thin little wings sticking up, still fluttering, just barely hovering above the ground. Uh, and did you want to move or anything? Uh, no. it's gonna stay hunkered with, uh, with everybody. So as the mist clears, you see this chanting continue. The cave itself starts to rumble, and the creature holds at the hands that aren't holding on to Bree out towards the group of you again. So the group of four in the back can make another deck save. <laughs> 14. Fourteen is a fail.
0: Twenty-one.
1: Twenty-one is a pass. Also a fourteen. Fourteen is a fail.
2: Twenty-two.
5: Twenty-two is a pass. Good night. And good luck. (laughs) 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 We just Yeah. Valen and Ben just hold each
4: other's
1: hands.
5: And slowly freeze to death.
1: Yeah, and nod. (laughs) Yes. As you take. 16 for those who fail and eight for those who pass. The ground under you splinters as spikes of ice start to shoot up through it, extending from the floor, basically up to the ceiling of this cavern, all along horizontally across the cave. You all get to choose which side of the wall you end up on. So I'm gonna get you to one, is close to the, the creature who cast it, and two is close to the entrance. So you can all choose that on your fingers out of camera, and then I'm gonna count to three and you all show. So one, two, three. Okay, so everyone except Kara is staying on the same side as the creature. Uh, so the wall bursts up through the floor, uh, separating Kara from the rest of the group. Oof.
2: Oh no, I thought she had a one too. Ah.
3: No, no, she's the smart one. (laughs) Don't feel pity for her. She's the only one surviving.
1: Hello, it's Mike Fardy, your dungeon mom. Thank you for listening to another episode of Wonders and Blunders. I just wanted to give a little update on our Patreon. We've been really behind on releasing our bonus episodes but we are hoping that we have a plan together to start releasing those more frequently. We just recorded a couple more episodes of Mitch's Mouse Ritter campaign, which were an absolute blast, so we will be uploading those as soon as possible. As well, to make up for not releasing a bonus episode in so long, I'm going to start sharing some of the homebrew items and monsters that I've been making up for this campaign. And if you're on the Patreon, you have any requests for things that you would like to see of the homebrew creations that you've seen come up in the campaign, just send us a message or comment on one of our posts on there and let us know what you'd like to see. And I'll get those posted as soon as possible. Thank you so much for your patience. And as always, keep being the best. We love you very much, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye.